Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NH Experience here on the Believe Podcast Network and all streaming platforms. I have a great episode this week. We are dedicating this episode to the ladies. That's right. We love our ladies. We love our black women. We love our women of color. And I definitely want to shed some light on the different aspects of what these women are doing in society and making society a better place. My first guest, she is a musician. She's an artist. She has a lot of soul, a lot of spunk, a lot of attitude, a lot of flair and flavor. She is none other than L.A. Love the Boss. And yes, she is a boss in her own right, taking control of her own destiny. And in today's society, you definitely got to control your own destiny. Because if you don't, guess what? Somebody else will do it for you. And the women and these women have all the power, all the boss moves, everything you need to be successful. So kick your feet up, grab a drink, and sit back. Enjoy our first guest. L.A. Love the Boss. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? On this edition of the NH Experience, I have a very special guest, a lovely, talented young lady who is definitely burning up the charts with her brand new single. But before that, she definitely had a journey to get to, and we'll get into that. She's definitely from the state of Maryland, representing the DMV for sure. And she actually is a, 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 a boss on her own label. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and Hi. gentlemen, please help me welcome the one and only LA Love the Boss. What's going on? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Life is good. I cannot complain. Well, you're looking well. Uh congratulations Thanks. on the single. I see it's just definitely burning up the charts right now, especially with the video. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're actually on radio right now. We're actually getting really, really good spins right now. So a lot's going on. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And it's it's interesting because when you look at how music is done today as opposed to you know 20 15 20 years ago yeah um how do you feel about just being that accessible as far as direct to consumer being able to talk to your fans and be able to just put out music when you deem to put out music well i wouldn't want to be in a different era honestly when it comes to the impact of social media and the hands-on touch i have with my fans i think it's very important and very essential in this day in time because the world has evolved as a whole. So when the world evolved, people's way of thinking has evolved. So as an artist, me being able to have that one-on-one engagement with my fans is super important because it's a new wave we live in. It's different with the new millennials. We're, we're able to put things out to the mass and, and, and engage with them. We're able to uh, do a lot of face-to-face meet and greets and all that and really be uh, relatable with the people. So I think it's really important that we've um, entered that phase in, in, in the industry as a whole and, and then just with this new generation of creators. Absolutely. When you look at, I, I agree with you, I think that the it's, it's pros and cons, I think, to this new era. I mean, like you said, with the social media, the, the interaction more so, you don't have to go through a record company to get a deal. You can pretty much create your own opportunity. Yeah, create your own leverage, yeah. And But when I look at before this, now before the single, before you were, what was, it, what was it like growing up for you in Maryland? What was that like? And at what point did you realize, okay, music is the avenue I want to go down? 
Growing up for me, I've always been a creator. Um, I started writing poetry at nine years old. And then um, I was performing before that at my mom's salon. Um, shout out to mom and Jir. She um, had a nail salon in Baltimore and I used to always perform for her clients. So I've always known I wanted to be an entertainer, but when I took it serious and said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, I was around 12, 13-ish. And then we went on the road for my career at 15. Oh yeah, so you start, you were young in the game when absolutely, you started out. Absolutely, absolutely, yes, and and I think it um it shows and it reflects in my uh, presence as an artist and my showmanship as an artist because I have been doing it. I, I didn't just start doing this. I didn't wake up one day. I've always had a passion for it. So what we did as a whole as as a team, my mom and I, um, we just developed it from adolescence. What were some of those experiences that you learned early on when you started to develop your music career that helped you to where you are right now? Some of the experiences, oh, wow, being on the road, shows, um, really getting out there when you're performing for five or six people. You know how that is, 20 people, when you're really grinding to get your, get your, get your artistry out there. Um, it's a process. It does not happen overnight. And this is way before my social media presence. I, I was popping on MySpace when MySpace was out with the music and stuff like that. But I was only 12 on MySpace. <laughs> so I was on there doing that. And I've always been a popular kid in school. I've always um, had a presence. But with social media for Instagram, I started popping off at like 19 years old. And that really changed the whole game for me. The whole game. How much was it a help to have your mom on a road with you? Because, you know, a lot of times you have these younger artists that we've seen grow up and they necessarily didn't have their parents. They had like managers and advisors and things like that. But how much it, would your mom's presence being there with you help you out and balance you out? Oh, it helped tremendously. Um, I think we all need that guidance. And especially when you're young and when you're developing, we need that proper guidance and, and we need that structure. I was blessed, blessed to have a, a mom that was prior to me, she was an entrepreneur, already a business owner. So it wasn't, oh, mommy managing me. No, it was someone with managerial skills. And she just took that, that, that format and then it's a different product. So we took that, that principle of marketing really hustling and really developing it, developing it from the ground up. So it's really important, I feel like, for anyone to have that in their life, especially a kid, you know. You know what? Well said. I think a lot of kids may have been better off if they did have some type of guidance, you know, early on before they got older and started wilding out. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the give me a, a, a cool story that you, you experienced in your career and give me one of the wildest stories that you experienced in your career thus far? A cool story. Oh my goodness. Um, I'll tell you before I got where I am now, a lot of different celebs and a lot of different legends wouldn't would would know who I, I was if certain events would run up on me and say, Oh my god, you're LA Love Boss, you are the new Pam Greer. But I'm gonna tell you, this is one of the most glorifying, exciting, mind-blowing things that when Pam Greer herself retweeted on Twitter followed me and the caption was, um, I'm the, I'm the generation's Pam Greer, the millennial Pam Greer of this generation. And she retweeted it and she's good. <laughs> that's major. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, that, that's good enough. Like I said, that was never pur purposely done. Um, when I, when it was funny, it was brought to my attention when I was 16, this guy in New York, when I was in New York, 
um, I was doing a gig there in New York, and this guy ran up to me and said, you remind me of someone. And I'm like, who is that? And he said, Pam Greer. And I said, um, not to be ignorant, sir, but, you know, who's that? I did my research. Oh, my God. And she, she's my idol to this day. But I, I, I'll tell you, that's one of my most memorable moments as uh, far as um, that goes with Pam Greer. And then one something that's crazy, crazy, crazy. It's a lot of crazy shit that goes on in the industry. That's why they call it the industry. So let's just leave it like that. <laughs> I bet. I, I, I would love to witness your DMs at some point because I'm sure you crazy get a lot of wild. Crazy shit goes on every day. Every day. <laughs> I, I, I bet. I imagine. I just want to be a fly on the wall one time just so I can laugh because I'm sure. Like, do you ever get with your team and like look at some of your DMs and be like, really, this dude really thought he had a chance? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And his approach. And, and, but it, it just depends. I'm all about respect. I'm all about principle. And, um, you know, if you're going to show love, show love. And anything else, you know, it is what it is. It all comes with the territory. It all comes with the territory. Absolutely. Growing up, who did you look up to? Who was your inspiration that kind of just kept you going at times where you felt like, man, I don't know. Or, you know, I, I, you know, the, like you said, the grind and then building that 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 empire to where you are now. Momager, honestly, her and I grinding it out together. She um, she stopped her 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 personal business to totally invest and get into my career and manage me. So, from an aspect of not, I took away from her life. But what she said is, if this is what you really want to do, I'm the person to do it with. Let's do it together. It's a family business. We're building generational wealth. That was the goal from the beginning to be a brand, not just an artist. And um, Momager, she always kept me balanced, always kept me sane, always gave me words of encouragement, wisdom. Um, it really taught me what it, what it was like to be a leader and to have leadership. Because you can be a leader, but don't have any leadership. I know that sounds crazy. You're like, well, how can you be a leader? Because leadership is coming from a different place. When you're like, being a leader is one thing, but when you have leadership, that's way before being a leader. Because that's the foundation. Now, that's awesome. When you look at musically, who did you listen to? Who did you, who did you, who are you influenced by, rather, oh, musically? God, um, Andre 3000 is amazing. Missy, amazing. Lauren Hill, Biggie, of course. Got to rep Biggie. That's you know, the East Coast thing. And um, and uh, and honestly, I love a lot of seventies and eighties. So I like a lot of Isley Brothers, SOS band. Um, my household was very diverse growing up as well, but also old school background. So my parents, when I was younger, were older parents, opposed to my friends' moms that were in their twenties when we were in middle school. And <laughs> my mom was in her forties. <laughs> See, that's why you had that history, and that's how you know who's who, who's who. Yes, yes. You know, but uh, when you look at this, this overall music game, because you talked about being a brand, you talked about generational wealth. Yeah, yeah. What does generational wealth mean to you and how do you extend your business hand? What are some of the things you're looking to extend into that you are in right now, but you have a vision or a goal to be in at some point? Well, generational wealth, it's all about investing in your future. I have financial freedom right now but this is not just for me it's bigger than me it's my kids 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 and it's setting up a fortune where well it will where it will be able to give my kids kids opportunities you get what i mean and having them open up their own businesses and entrepreneurship and just having ownership ownership is very important in partnership as well because when a person can partner up with you they can see your vision but you have ownership of what you do you dictate the things you put out there and how you want people to view you 
So I think it's really important to build generational wealth and it starts with investing in your future, not just for now. A lot of things that we see are temporary, but are we are we are we are we working towards temporary or are we working towards permanent? So with permanent, it's a it's a blueprint, obviously. It's always a blueprint, it's a blueprint to life, but we all have different paths and we all go we all go through different obstacles and trials and tribulations in order to learn, in order to um see things for what we want them to be seen for. So I believe it's very important and just to name a few things that I would like to get into, obviously, is obviously signing more acts. I signed my nephew to my record label, Boss Made Records, um, but signing more acts in the future, opening businesses, um, teaching other upcoming entrepreneurs the game, the the, the rope, giving them different um, opportunity opportunities that they might have not had or might have not even envisioned, but maybe they thought about it, but they didn't know how to take. They don't know how to take control of what they want, which is their destiny. So it's always important to be a, a, a leader, a boss and have ownership. Always important. You mentioned businesses, any specific type of business that you see yourself entering into? Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, definitely for me, definitely the clothing industry. I can definitely see that cosmetic skincare line. I actually, it's funny. I actually have a skincare line that I'm working on right now, organic natural skincare line, but I just want to expand that and um, do a lot of things for women. I'm all about women empowerment and um, we can learn from each other. And one thing about women, we all share a lot of things in common. We don't all have the same story, but we all share a lot of different things that um, we go through far as vices. It's just being a woman. The P is very powerful. It's brought down nations, but we got to learn how to use not abuse we have to learn how to manipulate but not always manipulate like where it takes down your integrity or it takes you away from what your morals are it's a way to do things and it's never what you do it's how you do it so all right i hear you on that are you loud and clear you over there preaching <laughs> so talk to me about this single monkey now talk to me about the concept how did you come up with this record did you work with anybody on this record um, what was this? What did you what, what did you want to what did you want to disseminate to the audience with this record? So with Monkey, the box bangers produced this. Shout out to ADA Fingers and Diesel, my amazing executive producers. We came up with that. Well, I'm gonna tell you how it happened. It's funny. The beat got sent to me when I was in LA. I was working on my project, and I already had recorded like four songs, like two days. So this beat got sent to me, and immediately freestyle the hook. Monkey was done like five minutes the hook, and then the whole song was done in twenty minutes. And I'm thinking like, wow. When I heard it, I'm like, you wanna play Monkey in the middle? I'm like, whoa. Okay, okay, I got the hook. But when I went into the verses, what I really wanted to simulate was speaking on women, women empowerment, and women femininity. We're, we're women. Well, the P, like I said, is very powerful. But again. Women love sex just as much as men do. And it's crazy how it's categorized because it's like, whoa, like that should be a man's thing. But no, it's human nature. <laughs> Pretty much. Something, yeah. And I just wanted something to represent for my ladies about the monkey. And the monkey's real. The monkey's very, very real. Let me ask you this question, because I've seen the video. First of all, it's, it's, it's very captivating. Let's, let's, let's put you. it that way. <laughs> It's, it's very memorable. Let's put it that way. And you, you do a fantastic job. Trust me. I mean, you're already very talented, beautiful. You know how to, you know how to, you know, you know what you want. And that's a, that's an awesome thing. You talk about women empowerment and we see more and more women embracing other women kind of, you know, passing the torch or high fiving or supporting in some form of fashion with the visuals, because we know, you know, obviously the song is called monkey. You being a black woman, 
were you ever concerned about that being misconstrued because of the stereotypical nature of you with the with the word monkey with the bananas and you being a black woman were you ever concerned about that being misconstrued and misunderstood because of the stereotypical nature that that that, that has brought to our community and our our, our people well, it's funny you say that. Absolutely not. I have not thought about that just because in our urban culture, our urban community, we know what the monkey is. You know, um, a lot of guys, it's funny. This is this has been done before, been said before. Monkey, give me that monkey. I want that monkey. It's been yeah. said, but no one has, from what I understand, really came out and wrote a song about mm -hmm. monkey and really named it monkey. But again, it's double standards. Um, it's society. It's the way people think. People are mm -hmm. sensitive about certain things. I can't be in control of what people may do that as. But if you watch the video, you gonna know what we're talking about. And the monkey is right in the middle. <laughs> in a real way. The last time I heard a, a song containing monkey was too short, Lil John. I think that was the yeah. last time. Yes, but this monkey's in the middle, and it's official. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So what are you working what, what are you working on next? Is there anything else that you, you have coming down the line? I know you, you're a busy woman. You say you're back and forth from L.A. working on your project. So when is that going to debut? Do you have a date for it, or what's, what's next? Yeah, so no uh, official date yet. Monkey has just released a, a month ago, and we're already on radio. We're taking over in that aspect. Um, a lot of I'm I'm hoping that the world doesn't shut down because I want to do shows, performances, tours, and all that. But I am traveling. I'm in New York actually in a couple of days, and then after New York, I'm in Atlanta. A lot of press run, a lot of radio stuff, and um, business. So with that being said, um, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere, and I'm just hoping that this COVID stuff and this Delta variant leads us the hell alone because we got business to do and the industry is always evolving, always moving. And, and I love being in the entertainment industry because it, it never closes down. Like it never, you never stop being creative. You never are at a standstill when you're putting forth the effort and you're being progressive. Absolutely. You got to be everywhere like air as E40 once said. <laughs> so what's your bucket list? Give me five names of, of producers and or artists you would, you would ultimately want to work with. Let's start with the artists first. Missy Elliott, Drake, Andre 3000. Oh my goodness. Um, Doja Cat. She's amazing. She's really a true artist. Um, I respect her artistry. And Janae Oko's really dope right now. She's really dope. I love her style, her flavor. For arts producers go. Um, I'm actually working with one of my dream producers right now. My executive producer produced Lollipop. He was on Kiki Do You Love Me, uh, Diesel's three-time Grammy Award winning, went diamond and all that. So I'm blessed. I'm honored. Shout out to Diesel. <laughs> but um, I'm working with um, 88 Fingers as well. So those are some of my um, dream producers. But Pharrell is definitely dope. Timberland's dope. Even Mike Will made it. He's dope. He's really dope. And there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of upcoming producers that are really dope too that are being put on the map every day. So I'm all about just any anyone that sees my vision, I see their vision, and they bring my vision to life, and I bring their vision to life. Yeah, Mike Will made it. The drums, man, he kills yeah. it with the drums. Mike Will made it dope. He's dope, but definitely Pharrell. Like these are legends. Oh, yeah. Legends. <laughs> I could I could see you working on a quick record like DJ Quick. I consider yeah. this because you know he's. I don't consider him a producer. I consider him more of a musician because the man is just so yeah. gifted and talented with that. Yeah. And then I can also see you working with Mike and Keys. Yes. So those two dudes, man, are out of sight for real. So yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just putting my two cents. Yeah, I'm just putting my two cents in. Don't mind I want me. Your two cents. <laughs> Give me that two cents. <laughs> don't mind me. 
I'm just putting it in. But when you look at overall, when you look at just the climate that we are in, and I want to get your perspective on this as well. How important is black media in today's society and, and all the things that we are constantly encountering and, and we're dealing with on an everyday basis? How important? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I would say all people are important. All people are important. But of course, with our black community, we, we endure a lot of things. We endure a lot of uh, hardships, uh, uh, media uh, impulses and media drama, right? But I think that it's important for us to support one another. It's important for us to come together as a community and uplift each other before anyone else does, if that makes sense. So we have to come together for change. If we want change, we have to create change. We have to stick together. So it starts there at um, breaking up that monotony of the negative, the stereotypical things that are happening with us. So coming together, that's how important it is for us to come together and create change. Absolutely. So, all right, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. We're going to have some rapid-fire questions real quick. It's fun. Nothing nothing spectacular. But, okay, whatever first word, first answer, first word comes to mind, go ahead and put it out there. <laughs> like you're trying to burn me out. Don't get uh-uh, me out. No, no, I got you. I got you. <laughs> We're good. All right, so hot or cold? Hot. Peanut butter or jelly? Peanut butter. Okay. Um, Fruit Loops or Frosted Flakes? Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Train rides or airplanes? Airplanes. Pew. Got you. Um, let's see. If you only had, if you're on a on a abandoned island and you only had three records that you could take with you to listen to, what would those three records be and why? On an abandoned island and three records only. Oh my God! Earth, Wind, and Fire. After the love is gone. Woo, yes. Oh, my goodness. Monkey, of course, myself. And... Mm, oh, my goodness. Oh, why'd you have to do that? Uh, Anita Baker, Rapture of Love. Okay, okay. Those are good ones right there. I, I, I like that. For the classics. It's timeless music. So I, yes. I want to... When I listen to music, I want to listen to things that always convey a message, and it always will mean something. Every time I hear these records, it's like, oh my god, I feel like I feel like this is for the first time. Like, <laughs> so when you listen to you listen to music, are you listening for the lyrics first or the beat? Actually, both. But I'm gonna be honest with you, lyrics, lyrics, because um, again, I, I'm I'm very I'm an empath, so I I feel everything that's being said or anything that's being done. So it's a Scorpio thing, you know. I'm frequency. Okay. All right. So you from Maryland, obviously home of the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, down the way, there's the Washington football team. So are you more of a Ravens or are you more of a Washington football team person? I got to go with the Ravens. Just okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Ravens. So you you like Lamar Jackson, I take it. As your quarterback. Listen. Ra- yes. Ravens. Okay. Ravens. All right. I got to ask. I got to ask. Not, that. To be honest with you, I'm not a big sports head, but I, I, I you know, I got to hold down from the home team. You yeah. rock with the whole thing. Only okay. Makes sense. <laughs> I got you. Um, it makes total sense. So last before, last thing before I let you get on out of here. Uh, thank you once again so much for coming on the show. I thank really you. appreciate it. And what is the best way? Where do you, what is the best way for an artist or a fan to approach you and just give you pay homage, pay a respect, show you love? What is what do you feel like is the best way for that? 
the best way for artists or a fan rather um I'm approachable, you know. You can approach me in the streets, you know. Um, I always have my team with me on my bodyguard, but I'm very approachable. Um, even when I work out, I work out five to six days out the week when I'm home, and fans come up to me at the gym and like, uh, boss, I know you're working out, but can I get a picture with you? Can I do this? I'm like, let's do it. So the best way to present yourself coming up to me and just showing love is just presenting yourself with respect. Be nice, be sweet, and you know, you get out what you um, you get back what you put out. Absolutely. And don't bother when she's eating. And don't bother me when I'm eating. Because let me tell you something. When I'm eating, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep these gains right. Listen, I work hard. <laughs> and, it and it definitely shows. I mean, just not just from a physical standpoint, but just the intellect, just the way you, you your work ethic is just incredible. So I just want to give you salute you and give you props on that as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, so I've been waiting for this. I'm not gonna lie. I've been waiting for for us to sit down and chat for a while. I know your schedule has been crazy. Have? Yeah, ask. You can ask. You can Where ask. Are you? Where the are you person. located? I'm in LA. I'm You're on the West LA? Coast. Come on. I'm on the West Coast. I when love you, LA. Yeah, you got to. I, I'm born and raised in LA, so I'm. Okay. Uh, I well, I said the Crenshaw District. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. You gotta I'm keep. Not, you gotta you look. You gotta be on the swivel. It's all good. It's all good. I always say the hood will, will, will produce character of some sort. I when love you, LA. Yeah, you got to. I, I'm born and raised in LA, so I'm. Okay. Uh, I well, I said the Crenshaw District. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. You, you gotta I'm keep. Not, you gotta you look. You gotta be on the swivel. It's all good. It's all to, good. <laughs> I always say the hood will, will, will produce character of some sort. In the hood, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> when you, what, what you do with it is up to you. Absolutely. Let the church say amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I know you're a busy woman, so I just want to say thank you once again. And please thank let you. everyone know where they can continue to keep up with you and find out what you're up to via social media. Yes. Um, thank you for having me again. But you guys can follow my new Instagram page right now. It's just my backup page. We're disabled right now, but we'll be back. Um, uh -oh. my yeah it's all good they, look they can't stop the train when it's moving in motion it's just be moving in motion and certain shit just happens but anyway my backup is i'm i am la love the boss i have a lot of fake pages and fan pages so just follow the i'm la love the boss also my twitter underscore at la love the boss i just made a new twitter and i just made a new snapchat it's get your natural it's spelled exactly like how i said it and make sure you guys stream monkey right now on spotify itunes google play everywhere tell your mama daddy grandpappy tell your dog to go support monkey and watch the video right now on youtube check it out yeah please watch that video please you're gonna want to watch it please over and over again um, and once again i am loving the hair i'm digging you. the hair Thank so you. if i see the hair out and about i know who it is you know who it is who's gonna do it like me who's doing it like that nobody i you know what honestly i haven't seen nobody rock the 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 the, the fly fro since angie stone Angela Stone. Angela that Stone. was the last one. Back yeah. in the day when she dropped Black Diamond. Yeah, Pam, Angela Date, like a lot mm -hmm. of our classics. Um, even Diana Ross. But again, those are our legends. But um, you know, I'm oh yeah. Do. There you go. <laughs> LA Love the Boss is her name. Monkey is a brand new single yeah. and video. Make sure you guys go cop that on all streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. The one and only LA Love the Boss. We will Thank talk you. to you soon. If there's anything we could do, please keep up with us. Yes, I definitely will. And thank you so much. Stay blessed. Please stay COVID free. 
and you know we just got to keep moving and being progressive even through all this stuff going on so we do we got to do the best we can little effort is better than no effort i like to thank la love the boss make sure you go out and check out her brand new video make sure you check out all her work and listen i enjoy talking to her she was a definitely a breath of fresh air and i hope you guys enjoy talking to her too because the interesting part about her is the fact that i love her personality i love her creativity she's not afraid to create she's not afraid to be her and she definitely gonna rock that funky fro and that's the thing that i love the most kind of gives me an angie stone type of vibe when i when i see her walk in the room very airy, very bubbly personality very sharp much respect to la love the boss appreciate her coming on so i had a chance to go out and, and many times obviously now that we've opened up since you know COVID, and yes we're still dealing with the effects of COVID as far as the variants and things like that but it's good to see things open back up so recently i had an opportunity to hit another red carpet as you guys know because i'm always out there in these streets in these media streets trying to get it in trying to provide good content for you guys listening out there and i got a chance to really get a hold of a great a great great foundation um that really took place because i always i'm under the belief of we got to support each other and we definitely not only do we have to protect our women we have to support our women and what they're doing because what they're doing ultimately is great for the community is great for the universe and i love the fact of what my next guest is a part of when it comes to making the world a definitely a better place she is none other you heard of the pump brothers david and dana well, Leah Pump, who was the wife of one of the Pump brothers, made sure that she utilized not only her voice and her savvy and skill, but made sure that she spoke volumes to the communities that surround not only Southern California, but across the nation. And she wants to definitely make a world a better place. She's the founder of the Lady Light Foundation. And recently they had a gala honoring various women from Cookie Johnson, who's the wife of Magic Johnson, Nichelle Turner, who is the host of Entertainment Tonight. She, along with Kevin Frazier, made history because in their 41st season of Entertainment Tonight, now that's the longest, one of the longest running shows in television. For the first time, they have two black hosts, Kevin Frazier, Nichelle Turner. Nichelle Turner is also a part of the Shaq podcast. And we had a chance to sit down and talk with her a little bit on the carpet about her triumphs, her just being from Mizzou, being the product of Mizzou, and then also how Oprah and Gail impacted her life as well. So take a listen to the one and only Michelle Turner. I'm here with the one and only Mizzou's own Michelle right. Turner, the host of Entertainment Tonight. Michelle Turner, somewhere in this world, but we'll say I'm the one and only just because. Yes, that's what we're going to say here today because that's what you are. You've done an extravagant job on Entertainment Tonight. Being and what is that like? Just being the first Black woman host of Entertainment Tonight. That's such, that's such an iconic brand. I mean, it's a lot, it, it, and it's you know when you say that, it's kind of hard to wrap your brain around. But um, I don't take that lightly, you know, and and I, I stand on the shoulders of some amazing women and I just hope to be another piece of that puzzle for someone coming behind me you know it, it not only am I the first you know black female host Kevin Frazier my co-host we are the first black team to head this show we're going into our 
41st season on Monday, and we are so hyped and so excited. Uh, we've been naming it Chocolate Summer, and it is indeed about Chocolate Summer. It's about to be a chocolate fall, and you know, it's just really wonderful because not only are we representing, but America, all of America, has said, we see you, we like you, and it's not just black folks, it's everyone. So it's self-affirming to me to know that if that because I was a little afraid, like are they gonna be able to accept, you know, a black female host? Are they gonna be able to accept two black hosts? So many people have said to me, I already thought you were the host, what are you talking about? So I really have gotten a lot of affirmations through this. But it means a lot and I you know, I'm here to represent. I'm happy about it. I'm certainly happy about it. You do a terrific job. You should be. What does it mean when you got honored by someone like Oprah Winfrey and Gail King? What did that me what was going through your mind at that moment what do you think it meant <laughs> I need to know what's going through your mind well you know it just kind of goes blank I mean Ms. Winfrey has been a supporter of mine for a really long time and she's just been wonderful and so um, just to get an affirmation from her I mean she sent me this huge bouquet of beautiful flowers and the note said you know stop and smell the roses literally and figuratively and basically she was saying this is a moment for you appreciate this moment own this moment sit in that chair it's yours you're in the driver's seat now and just show everybody who you are so that meant everything to me for her to take the time and you know to been to pour into me throughout these years as she does and Gail as well I mean Gail has been such a, a light to me every time I reach out to her anytime I have a question she's always there just for a listening ear and that for a woman like me means everything I'm a, I'm a black girl that grew up on a pig farm in Columbia Missouri I'm not supposed to be here you know so to have these women see something in me and to say we see you sis we appreciate you welcome to the club I mean you can't beat that you absolutely can't beat that. lastly what does it mean how imperative is it what in today's society and just in general for black media and black owned media to have their voice be heard it's everything it's absolutely everything I mean no one tells our stories like we do and our stories count our stories matter and you know for us to have real estate in this in the landscape of television we have to have representation by black media we just do you know and I think that you know society is starting to see that more it's a shame that for so long black media has been at the bottom of the red carpet and the last stop for people but I think when people like Halle Berry when you see her you know saying no I have to recognize my sister, I have to recognize my people, I have to stop then and you know you see the importance and listen there we have been represented by, you know, the Ebony's, the Essences, the, you know, those for so long and they've never really gotten the recognition they deserve. So now, you know, when we have an influx of people with their ears more open to these conversations, then we have to make sure that black media has their spot as well. Well, you know what? Well said. Thank you so much for all that you do. And we're definitely looking forward to that 41st season of entertainment tonight. Well, it starts on Monday. We're ready. Tune in. <laughs> All right, y'all, before I go to my next guest, I definitely have to let you all know about Bet Online. As you know, the NFL is in full swing. College football is back with, this, with the fans back in the stands. The MLB playoff race is heating up. And yes, the NBA is just around the corner along with the NHL. Now we are in the month of September, and it is heating up with a lot of sports action. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today and use your mobile device to join and receive 50% off 
for a welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Now back to the show. All right, y'all. I gotta bring in my next guest, and this is definitely a treasure. This young lady has pretty much started to accomplish a whole lot more than most adults will accomplish in their whole lifetime. If you ever watch the show Blackish, which is probably one of my favorite shows on the network, and then of course they've spun off into countless other shows. Um, I love Anthony Anderson. I love Tracy Ellis Ross, Lawrence Fishburne. The, the list goes on when it comes to great acting, great writing. And I think the key to any show is definitely great writing when it comes to watching a show and being engaged as long as you've been engaged. Now, I don't know how many of you all have watched Blackish, but listen, I go back and watch the reruns because that's how much I enjoy this show. I think it was very timely. I'm glad that it, it was given a chance to really blossom and come into full bloom. And one of the stars of the show. Marci Martin. I had a chance to speak with her. Now, you know she's an actress, but also film director, producer, and she's not even 21 years old. Imagine that. What was I doing at 18? I kind of have to go back and realize, man, I should have done more at the age of 18. And this young lady definitely embodies not only great work ethic, but the spirit of acting and the spirit of making sure to produce great content. And she definitely does all that and more. So take a listen to what she had to say with me on the red carpet. What does that mean for you to be honored and all the accolades that you've been able, you've earned and, and acquired over the course of time? It's uh, it's pretty amazing, and also at that, it's it's kind of surreal, you know. Um, just being a young black girl from Texas, it's crazy on how far someone can go can go at such a young age, you know. So um, I am I'm so grateful, and with Miss Leah and her ladylike foundation, it's just really everything kind of connects together and fits perfectly in the puzzle. So I am so grateful. Now talk to me about Blackish because that's become a culture classic. I mean, when you first started out and you first saw the show, did you ever envision it to, to go to that those depths as far as just being able to be a show on its own and then branch off into other things? I feel like when you are filming a pilot, you really don't know what's to come next in the show. So, I mean, I feel like none of us really expected how far Blackish would uh, would be or like how impactful it was and um, honestly at that I am also grateful because that was the start of everything and um, it's very rare to be a part of a show that lasts so long and also touch so many families lives so um, it's kind of like it's kind of sad it is kind of sad but um, you know it continues and continues so absolutely astonishing career thus far you're an executive producer, so what else do you have coming down that we could look forward to coming out later on? Ah, uh, there's uh, a lot of stuff going on. I would say um, we have Step Monster that I'm going to be doing with Universal and Will Packer Productions, and also Amari and the Night Brothers. The book is out now; you can go get it. And we're also doing that with Universal. And then we have a Paramount film called Fantasy Football, which I'm doing with. Um, so many people. I mean, there's like a lot of things I cannot say, but I, you know, you just got to stay tuned. And lastly, you worked alongside, obviously, Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross. What did you learn from them? And what, how fun was that working alongside of them and, and you being able to be kind of be a student watching them? Ooh, um, it's crazy because I've, I've learned so much from them. I feel like I've always been um, 
more of an observer than saying like give me your advice so just watching them uh, perfect their art and their craft and, and not even just Anthony and Tracy like Lawrence and Jennifer Lewis and it's just it's a uh, it's crazy it's an amazing cast for sure so I I mean where can you even start like I've learned so much you know well congratulations on all of your success we definitely hit support you here at Nightcast Media and we look forward to seeing more bigger and more endeavors that you continue to go along thank you so much of course legend herself miss cookie johnson i mean you've done such phenomenal work over the course of time in the world of business and in the community so what does it mean to be here at the lady like foundation and just representing and giving that 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 wisdom and advice to the young ladies it's it means a lot it means a lot you know because you know to be able to inspire young women you know somebody inspired me when i was young um and leah pump is a, a great friend of mine and you know she has like i was saying she has a heart to help these she's not just doing this for publicity she really cares about these young girls and i can see that and that makes me want to put you know my support behind her and to to, to know that you know, with her help, these young girls can go to college, they can better themselves, they can get good jobs, you know, they can be become women, you know, beautiful women in this world that are going to make a difference. That means a lot to me. It means everything. Now, the Johnson family has done tremendous work. I mean, your son EJ is doing phenomenal work. Obviously, your husband, Magic Johnson, we all know who he is and what the work that he's done. But then you created your own empire. So at what point did you realize that was the time to start to go out and just bring that to fruition as far as what you wanted to do as far as the, the clothing line and, and, and other things that you, do, you have done? Well, first of all, um, as far as the philanthropy part, you know, with the HIV, we had a foundation and, and we supported HIV and AIDS. And when, when I was going around um, speaking with my husband, I realized that there were a lot of women that were being affected by this and nobody was paying attention to them. So I made it my mission to go out and I speak to a lot of women's groups to try to support women and give them an opportunity to share and, you know, and, and learn how, how to support themselves and how to feel good about themselves and to know that they are worth, you know, they are worthy. Um, that was number one. Number two, fashion has always been in my blood. You know, I went to high, I went to college for fashion. Uh, I took took fashion in high school, and so for me to just go ahead and start my own company, um, my denim company, it, it was just a natural thing. And a lot of people think I just like pulled it out of the sky, but no, I've been working very hard for many, many years to uh, to do that, and for and also to show other women that. You can be behind a powerful man, but you can still hold your own. Absolutely. You've done a phenomenal job holding your own. i got to ask you, you were around since the inception of the WNBA. The WNBA is celebrating 25 years. Just recently uh, released a list of the greatest of all time as far as the players were concerned. What did the WNBA mean for you just as a person watching it, supporting it, being a woman yourself, and how you've seen it's grown over the course of time? Well, you know, I, you know, I've always supported the women, and I think, you know, in the past, you know, you, you, they're like, you know, go ahead, girls, you know, do your thing. But right now, what we're finding out is is, is the disparity of, of 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 the diversity of how they're treated versus the men, and that's really bothering me, you know. And I'm glad that they're speaking out, and I'm glad that they're talking about it. And I I hope that the NBA themselves are listening. And I think they are. 
And I think this is a good time, you know, for the WNBA because people are listening, and I think some changes are going to happen. Absolutely. You heard it from the one and only, Miss Cookie Johnson. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. You are awesome. And uh, we look forward to even more endeavors that you, you and your husband, Magic, will be embarking upon. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Oh, man. I don't know about you all, but I, this was a definitely a jam-packed show. I appreciate everybody for tuning in here on, on the NH Experience, here on the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure you check us out on all streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, everything and everywhere you can get podcasts like this for free 99 make sure you download and support us i really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule this week this was definitely dedicated to all the ladies out there the ladies that are are in business the ladies who empower and embrace the triumphs and the tribulations that go on in society and still come out on top as bosses i am nick hamilton your host thank you so much for tuning in make sure you follow me on instagram at nick hamilton la and on twitter at nick hamilton 213 until next week thank you so much appreciate you guys be safe don't drink and drive and if you do hey it ain't my fault take it easy thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.